Michigan Liberation is a statewide network of people and organizations organizing to end the criminalization of black families and communities of color in Michigan. We envision a state without mass incarceration, mass policing, and punishment. We envision a state with the best public education in the nation, single-payer health care, and thriving black and brown communities. Here on the Respect the Rules podcast, we will lift up the stories and experiences of those impacted by mass incarceration, collective ties to the criminal legal system, and the frontline efforts to end mass incarceration. Hey everybody, this is Ms. Marjan, and welcome to Michigan Liberation's Respect the Roots podcast. Today in the studio, I got none other than Ray Lanier, our executive director, and then also Meech. I got Meech also here in the studio. Ray, you are representing Cash Bail. We're going to talk about it. One of the campaigns as part of uh, Michigan Liberation and Meech, you are coming in to talk about good time. What's up, y'all? What up, though? What up, What doe? up, though? <laughs> it's so good to see y'all faces in person, especially in an environment like this. And I know you both have some amazing stories as it pertains to these campaigns and everything. And we've already touched in another episode. We just slightly talked about you know some of the campaigns but today we're gonna go hard in the pain in it okay so let's start off with cash bill what is cash bill or ending cash bill Ray tell us about uh, it. yeah um, so for those of us um, who have had the misfortune of um, being taken into custody or those of us who've had to assist someone um, you know getting out of custody uh, bail is the the monetary requirement um, for you to get out Um, or at least that's what it looks like in practice Um, but it is what is required to the court for your release uh, before you go to trial or the matter is resolved wow okay so you're looking to end it yeah yeah okay so yeah the ending um, the ending part yeah so (laughs) that part part, yeah. yeah um yeah, cash bail has got to go. Um, you know, we've been working on cash bail um, for many years, since 2019, um, and have learned a lot. One of the things we learned is um, that requiring money uh, for bail, for release, um, is actually not constitutional, even though it is a wow. common practice in many courts. Um, and we do not think that people should uh be incarcerated for failure to pay, um, especially when the court uh, is not taking into consideration their ability to pay, and especially when we know that a 24-hour stay, even in a county jail, can result in a 90% um, chance of conviction. So that's a lot of people getting locked up for driving offenses, a lot of people getting locked up for having an air freshener in the window or a cracked windshield uh, and facing catastrophic consequences because they don't have the $30 or the $500 or more uh, to make it home and get help. Wow, that's crazy. I got I got something to pick with you on that note. But Meech, tell us what's going on with Good Time. What is Good Time? Good Time is a credit-based system that has been removed from Michigan Department of Corrections. In other words, they failed to incentivize good behavior. There was a time when a prisoner could show good behavior over a year's time and he get 90 days off his sentence. Well, they took that away in, in 1998 and they implemented a system called truth in sentencing where now you do 100%, a minimum of 100% of your sentence 
And if not that 100%, you're going to do 140%, which instead of 10 to 20 years, you're going to do 14 to 20 years. Wow. That's good time, and that's that's the uh, that's good time, and that's truth and sense in which they have in place right now to take taxpayers' money. All right, y'all. So this is where the conversation comes in. We got to talk about this because I think even though you gave a great definition or intro to it, what's really going on? You know, with cash bail, I've been there when you did a bailout, you know, or tried to because the person that we was there to try to bail out didn't get out. And I think we need to be real and transparent about that process, you know. So, right. I mean, I think it was me, you, and Ashley, you know, that was downtown. And and just explain what happened, kind of like, you know, or some of the trials and tribulations of dealing with this cash bail system. Yeah. I mean, in a nutshell, the, the cash bail system, as we all know it today, is designed to break you. Um, you know, when you think about paying bail the way it's shown on TV, you uh, you scrape up the money, you go to the jail, you pay the, the money, the person comes right out, you go home. Uh, that's not actually what it looks like, and it for damn sure is not what it looks like uh, in Wayne County. Uh, the day wow. that you are, you know, referring to, um, we... <laughs> First of all, to even get into the jail, right? We had to go back and forth because you can't have your, your phone and you can't have your, your keys. So how do you get in the car? Uh, the parking is terrible. You have to have exact change. Um, and then maybe they have a tether, so uh, you have to come back in three days anyway after waiting 12 to 14 hours to, to come back in just to be told that. So, you know, wow. we, we are bail specialists. We consider ourselves to be, you know, bail disruptor specialists. So, you know, we, we already know the game, but imagine a person who's had to secure child care or had to take off work. Um, right. And, and now they have to navigate this system. A lot of families simply can't do it, right? Because we're all depending on these thin but necessary threads of support. And the minute you chop one, you know, like you've completely, you know, messed up that family and that community. It does not promote safety, um, which is not what's communicated to us, uh, but it actually puts people in hard places that have to make hard decisions. And industries like uh, the bell industry uh, profit heavily um, off of that. I mean, so now you've lost a family member, you've lost all that potential income, all of the, the support, and you've had to leverage your house uh, or your wow. car, right? So That's trying to crazy. get rid of that system. Yeah. Now, I, you touched on something that I want to make sure. Did you say you have to have the exact amount of change or money to bail somebody out? Absolutely. Now, you can give them more. They well, will course. certainly accept more, <laughs> uh, but you will not get change for that. Um, and also, you know, in Wayne County, you aren't even able to pay online, right? Um, which I'm sure if you did like they do in other places, they charge you a huge processing fee, but you don't even have that access. So it's basically, you know, cash, a money order that you'll have to guess the amount because sometimes the amounts can change um, based off of how many who's on based off of who's on shift. Right. When you come oh, in boy. based mm. off of how many holds in, in different jurisdictions um, or, uh, you know, you sell bail bondsmen, money order or straight up cash and, <laughs> and roles, roles of change. That's insane. Who's got time for that? Who, that's why people are not getting <laughs> bailed out, y'all. But anyway, Meech, I'm going to go over to you. You mentioned truth and sentencing versus good times. You know what I mean? Yes. So 
give us the dibs on that. I know, I know you got a lot to say about okay. that. Let's start with Truth and Sense. Truth and Sentencing, again, was implemented, and this was the argument for Truth and Sentencing by legislators. This was the argument, that if we implement Truth and Sentencing, in other words, if we make prisoners do 100% of their time, at least 100% of their time, this will deter future would-be criminals. Wow. So now they have already cast the net on a community black and brown communities to say they're going to be involved in crime. We're going to scare them. We're going to start implement a truth and sensing. This way, they will know that they will do 110% of their time. So now what happens under truth and sensing is they give out more time now. They give out 30 to 60, whereas in good time, you might get 20 to 40. Now you get 30 to 60, and you got to do 30. Good time, you may have to do 15 of that 20. Right. Well, now they're giving out the big numbers to where you're going to do 30. So now I'm 18 years old. I come out at 48. And, Misha, this is in Michigan, right? Michigan is one of very few states where you do 100% of your time. Other states has between 25% and 85% of their time. And these are some of the hardened states, New York, California, Florida, where they give they only allow you to do 25 to 85. Michigan say you're doing 100 percent, and if it's not 100, you're going to do 140. Wow. Man. Okay. Wow. So why? Now, just tell us, okay, and I know we've talked offline about this. People are probably looking at it like this is a moneymaker. We know the prison system is a money a moneymaker, right? But isn't there a benefit going towards good times for taxpayers? Like, isn't there a benefit that they're not telling us about that really, in the end, benefits the community versus not benefiting? Okay. Michigan spends per year. 20% of Michigan's budget is towards corrections. Corruption. Now, with 20% going towards the Department of Corrections, you have how many, what is the recidivism rate for long indeterminate sentence guys who do, do get out? It's next to zero. That means that if those guys were given good time and got out because they were incentivized for good behavior and they got out early because, because that's what good time is, that means that if you show good behavior, we let you out early. We knock 60 to 90 days off each year of your sentence. So they, they get out. That makes society safer. Now, to keep those prisoners in there, it costs 36000 per prisoner. Michigan has approximately 40,000 prisoners. That means that Michigan spends approximately $14.5 million per year to house a prisoner, right? Right. Now, if they allow prisoners to be, if they allow the system to be incentivized, these prisoners to be incentivized with good behavior, this means that Taxpayers have more money in their pocket to have child care, to have to buy a new car, to uh, finance a house or whatever they want to do. They have money in their pockets. Right. But because the system that's in place right now, truth and sentencing, makes them pay more because if a prisoner go to segregation, it costs approximately $1 million per year. 
Dang. Yeah, I mean, I'd, One million. I'd really just like to connect it to commerce, too, and, and the workforce. Um, you know, we two-plus years in the pandemic. At, we've been to all the places that say ap- apologies. We're short-staffed, right? There's not enough uh, specialized training. You know, folks who are incarcerated have jobs. They might not be getting paid anything, but they are skilled laborers, right, who upon coming out are unable to access these jobs. So really when we talk about, you know, a a job uh, employee shortage, it's really because we are, um, one, not accepting the folks who've made it to reentry, and, and, you know, two, you know, not in, not making it easier for this specialized skill force to get out quicker, right? To be incentivized wow. as as good, um, you know, producing productive members of society, which which we all want to be. Wow. Let me just chime in one second. Now, to if good time were given back to prisoners in Michigan, this is what happens. Now the parole board, now society is being given some of the best of the best, the pillars of the community, the leaders of the community, those who can problem solve the issues in our community. That's what's given back to society. That's the financial benefit. Because now you have a person like me who I'm not committing crimes and I surround myself with people who are not committing crimes. I know I have effect on people who may want it to commit crimes, but because they know that I'm not into it, so now they follow my lead. So you have hundreds of people like me waiting to get out, waiting on good times so they can get out early so they can become pillars of the community. They're pillars of the community in the prison setting. So what do we think they're going to be out here? Yeah, and are they only allowed to work in prison? They're already See? making our license plates. They're already <laughs> boxing our our fruits and our vegetables. We got some right. They're already plates. making you know our undergarments. They're right. already work. So are they only allowed to have these jobs when they're incarcerated? Right. <laughs> and is that why you don't want good time? Because you want them in there longer, right? right? To be able to pay Labor. them pennies on the dollar. Right. So with having. Half, you know, we got like half, um, like 13 minutes left. Let's talk about, because, you know, one thing we talked about in another episode is being an organizer requires that we be part of the solution. Because we know there's a problem. There's a lot of problems. And we would be very weary if we try to address them all, especially just here in the state of Michigan. Where do we go from here? Y'all, what is the solution, especially within Michigan Liberation? Because I know y'all are working hard to come up with solutions and whatnot. So what does solutions look like? Yeah, I mean, I think we've named a couple. So one, I just have to start by saying, you know, we're an abolitionist organization. So we believe in ending mass incarceration. We do not believe the current iteration of policing courts, prisons, um, that they work, right, that they actually create um, less safe communities. Um, So when we talk about restoring good time, right, like – it's not going to end mass incarceration immediately, but it is the necessary step and bite we need to take to get there. When we talk about ending cash bail, we're talking about a huge part of ending mass incarceration because a lot of folks end up you know, caught up um, who shouldn't be, right? You have parents of aut- autistic uh, family members who, when their loved one's having an episode, the only place they can call is 911. Yeah, the police. You know what I mean? You have people who have mental health issues who are dealing with um, coping by substance use who end up 
in jail, right? End up with cash bail, unable to pay. You have very poor people who are struggling to take care of their families. And with the overturn of Roe, there's going to be a lot more of that. People who are stealing formula. Ask yourself, why is formula locked up in the grocery stores? It's because people are willing, they're going to feed their families, right? So we're talking about two different ends of the spectrum that are connected. How can we stop the flow into this system? And what are we doing with our folks who have been, who are left behind, who are currently trapped um, in that system? So, I mean, you go on our website, you look at our, our vision for a liberated Michigan those are the solutions that the state of Michigan and its community members said that it, it wants. And that's been our guiding star in, in how we, we guide our work uh, year after year. So we're wow. talking about the vision of education, right? Right. We're talking about it's not just education in the public Jeez. K through 12, but that's where it starts at. It start, well, actually, it starts at home. And then we're talking about K through 12. But education of the public is what helps to end mass incarceration because we're giving out information. So the more p- information that we can give out, the more vision people can have on what we envision and they can have their own self-vision to say, well, no, I don't want to go that route because I see something better for myself. I mm. understand what so-and-so was talking about when they was talking about educating people and education is the key to happiness and et cetera, et cetera. So we give people vision. We inspire vision in people. Because we understand that through that vision, mass incarceration is going to be lessened. It's going to be, become lesser of an issue because we're educating people. But if we don't educate them, that's what we're about, educating the, the society. That's why we have listening sessions. We go out in the community. We knock on doors. We have uh, break light clinics. We got the in cash bail campaign. We got care not cr- So we have these campaigns because we care. Right. And we're trying to educate some people because that's the only way we're going to really realize our vision of any mass incarceration. Yeah. yeah. And just to bring what me just saying home, like like we're educating to let folks know what's currently happening so that we can make space for us to dream and scheme and execute those solutions. Right. right. It's all about alternatives. And when you talk about um, and when I say alternatives, alternatives to current courts, policing, prisons, jails. Um, so. Yeah, like when we talk about educating people, it's so that we can give folks another option. When that uh, that autistic pa- uh, child's parent calls, you know, has an episode, they know, oh, I don't have to call the police. Someone with a gun doesn't have to come, you know, and potentially harm me or my child. Um, it's about, you know... Um, empowering people, moving them from the disempowered place that we all came to this org feeling and letting them know that you don't have to have a law degree. You don't have to have a college degree. You don't have to know the first thing about writing policy for you to change your current circumstances. And I say it all the time. Come build power with us. Like that is the solution. Reading online. Great. Right. Doing your own research. Great. But you have to move together shoulder to shoulder in a disciplined way for us to 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 win the future that we all deserve. Respect the roots. Respect the roots. Yes. Yeah, man. Y'all, this is powerful. Hey, we're here with Ray Lanier, the executive director of Michigan Liberation, and Demetrius Knuckles, who L, who is also an organizer under Good Times. And I also, we got like eight minutes, everybody, and it's like, I want us to really go hard in the paint and explain to the people, our listeners, our followers, you know, what you're hearing as you're dealing with these people, dealing with these campaigns. 
You know what I mean? I think some people are out of touch. Let's be real. You said educate, you know, engage. I hear different, you know, keywords, but what are the people, what's really going on? You know, what's, what are you really seeing? What's the real deal? As they say, as it deals with good times and people in the system, for example, Meech, you know what I mean? I spoke to a young lady yesterday uh, when we were uh, having this session outside of uh, at 901 Melbourne at Pastor Kevin Harris's church. And I spoke to a, a young lady. She said uh, she heard me speak about the good time and she came up to me. She said, I need to talk to somebody. She yeah. said, I got several family members who are incarcerated. Some of them are young. They don't even know. Maybe they're learning in there, but as far as I know, they don't know anything about anything you just said. But we need help. Yeah. And there's just one person who's saying that we need help. And this is not the mother of either of those three. So imagine with the mother of the incarcerated individual, how she feel, or the father, how he feel, or the brother, the little brother, whose big brother is locked up or big sister is locked up. This is the temperature that we're, t that we're recording coming back to us. Everybody is confused. Everybody is lost. Everybody wants help but don't know where to go. And that's why we're coming on these type of Respect Your Roots podcast. That's why we reach out to the public because, again, we try to educate them. We're trying to bring them in. We're trying to help them and show them how to build power with or without us. Build power. Because we are an abolitionist organization. We don't believe in incarcerating people. We don't believe that that's the end all to uh, trying to resolve a situation. Because it could be resolved in so many different ways. Right. If we would only come together and build power together. That's true. That's true, Demetrius. That's, that's good. That's good. Man, y'all, y'all bringing it. Um, you know, in another episode, we talked about what are some nuggets we want to leave the people with, you know, food for thought, you know. Um, we definitely are going to give, you know, people can see, you know, they can reach us at myliberation.org and can reach out to us. But what do we want to tell the people? Because let's be real and honest. A lot of, a lot of talking is being done in a lot of different areas, in our government, in these organizations, and people are losing hope. And that's one thing we know Michigan Liberation can offer hope, but just, I just want you to leave some nuggets for some people. You know what I mean? You know, and I'll start off because I know I threw that at y'all. But here's the thing. We've got these campaigns and we've got on this show cash bail, ending cash bail. You know, I don't know too many campaigns out there that are on boots on the ground. For real, y'all. Going out sometimes what, eight hours and still nobody's being bailed out. Dealing with the craziness of going inside. You know, we went went in, you know, Ray, and we um, signed in and then had to go back back out and wait almost four hours. You know what I'm saying? And that day, my grandmother passed, and I still was there. You know what I'm saying? But that's what we do. You know, same thing, meet, meet you know, the signatures that you guys were working on for the petition to get good times back. You know what I mean? So, you know... I mean, you know, it's it's kind of it's 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 weary, but it's some somebody's got to do it. Many are called, but few are chosen. Mm -hmm. And you know, so my thing is, if you want to, you know, you want to respect the roots, join it. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk about it, don't complain about it, but join it. So, I don't know who wants to go next and just speak some yeah. knowledge on what you want to leave the people because we got about four minutes. So. Yeah, I'll hop in. I'll say um, a lot of folks, you know, to your earlier question of what are we hearing. Um, I feel 
like a lot of what we hear is, well, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Or, um, come on now. Yes. you know, uh, well, both sides is really against us, right? Or, it, or it's, you know, uh, the left saying it's the right or the right saying it's the left. And people just having general fatigue and not wanting to deal with it, right? They're trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents and deal with this COVID and this monkeypox now. You know, they don't have time. Um, but what I would say um, is that if you think your life has nothing to do with politics, check again. Our lives are inherently political. You may not care about politics, but your landlord does. <laughs> yeah. Your employer, your corporation cares about politics, right? Your neighborhood, the police, they care about politics. Everyone that is influencing you, right, and contributing to your bad days or even your great days, they care about politics. And it's time for you to start uh, caring for politics. Um, I think, you know, if, if coming to a meeting is, is too scary, Ask yourself the question, when was, what was my first exposure to this system? Do I know someone? Take it a step further. Ask a friend because I promise you we've all been touched by this system. If you want to learn more, please reach out. And, you know, the last thing that I'll say is um, with all the heavy news, you know, it's, it's hope has been kind of dicey. I mean, even as an organizer, um, we only have so much hope. Uh, but. The more I reflect on it, um, on these mass shootings and how they're trending younger and younger to kids who can't even buy alcohol legally, right? When I think about what's happening in the Ukraine with Russia, um, when I think about election subversion and what happened on January 6th in the last four years and how we're so divided, you know, I, I pray for more resources for organizers because what we are responding to um, – is a lack of organizers. We yeah. just need enough folks. People have not heard their stories. They've not been listened to seriously. Folks are only coming to take. Uh, but if you're tired of that, find an organizer or an organizer will find you. Yeah, that's what's up. Meech, take us on home. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to end with this here. I keep hearing people say, well, my vote don't count. And, and I'm here to tell them, your vote don't count. I agree with you. It don't count if you don't cast it. Mm. See, your vote can't count if you don't cast it. See, people that stand on the sideline, the man who stands upon the corners and points the, points the way but does not go is just a pointer. And a block of wood can do that. See, the teacher treads the way. On every span of ground, the teacher leaves his footprints clearly cut so that all can see and be assured that he, their master, went that way. So what we're doing is we going that way and we telling you, come with us. If you envision change for yourself, if you want change for your community, Link up with us and watch you see change. It may not be the magnitude of change that you're looking for right away, but you're going to start seeing change because we're going to help you to think different about your, your conditions and your environment. So with that, I'm going to say that when you're standing on the side of right, you can't go wrong. All right, man. That's what I'm talking about. Well, you heard it here. Thank you, Ray and Meech, for coming. You know, hey, this is only the, the beginning. You know, there's a lot of work to be done. But, you know, when we decided to do this podcast, we said this was going to be our way of getting our voice out. And just imagine in 28 minutes, that was powerful. There's no way you would have been able to get that much in a in a media. I don't want to name no outlet. You know what I'm saying? But people are going to hear you. So I want to thank you for coming in the studio. And I expect to see you all again. I want to thank all our listeners, all our followers and everything, because we love you. Make sure you check us out on social media at My Liberation and our website at MyLiberation.org, everybody. So till next time, 
Hey, respect the roots. Respect the roots. roots. All right, y'all. Take care. Michigan Liberation Education Fund, C3, conducts grassroots organizing, leadership development, and civic engagement activities. Michigan Liberation C4 and Michigan Liberation Action Fund, IE, are sister organizations.